Hey, before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors. First off, High Bank Distillery, local distillery right here in Columbus, Ohio. And did you know, Kyle, mm. that they have one location currently? Yes. But in the spring of this year, where they're going to have two where locations. They're going to be opening up one right in the New Albany, Gahanna area. Yeah, right there on Morse Road, I think. I believe so. Right near, right near that roundabout. Donato's over there. You got Donato's there. You got the barn across the street. But you're not going to need those places. Les Wexner is right down the street. Him and J- Never mind. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep it? Yeah. Keep okay. It. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, High Bank Distillery, highbankco.com for more details there. Uh, yeah, spring spring of 2022. That's my neck of the woods. I'm pumped. High Bank Distillery. They might not be happy we mentioned Les Wexner in this ad read. <laughs> no. uh, if you like coffee, check out JenningsJava.com. Uh, Jennings Java. Cannon powder is our roast with them. It, that shit is amazing. I, seriously, if I don't drink it in the morning, like on my way to work, I am... I automatically know I'm having a bad day. It's I've boiled it down to that. Uh, cannon powder is actual happiness. In your mouth. In your mouth. Yes. And wherever you put your coffee, not to get it inside your yeah. body. We're, uh, you know. JenningsJava.com. Check them out. Cannon powder. The coffee guys over there. Awesome guys. Uh, stay caffeinated, little boomers. JenningsJava.com. We also have merch. We do. It's coming out. Uh, we saw all your hate tweets. Yes. Especially at and Danny me Smith. And hate, hate talking to you. Yes. Yep. Uh, we, so we saw all the hate. We saw um, people yelling at us, calling us uh, vulgar names for our lack of merch. But you know what I did? I had a meeting, a phone call more so with our merch company. And things are going to be restocked. And we're coming out with new shit here in the next week. Oh, so you'd love to hear it. Uh, can I just say it? You can tease it. Can I do it? Yeah. We're getting bucket hats, little we're boomers. Bucket They're hats. fucking here. <laughs> Let's go. We're getting bucket hats. Oh. You love to see it. You know if this doesn't actually, if the bucket hats don't actually come through, I'm, my hopes and dreams are broken. No, it's they're probably coming my, through. It's probably my final straw. No, they're coming through. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to put that on you. I understand. <laughs> I totally get it. <laughs> okay. They're coming. It's the logo Kyle bucket hats. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, that's what we'll call it in the merch store. We'll just call it like artillery logo Kyle bucket hat. Fuck yeah. That's what we'll do. Shopyourartillery.com. New stuff coming shortly. So popular. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. It's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, Honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. What's up, little boomers? Welcome to the podcast, episode 204. Hello. What's happening? I am Kyle. Kyle's here. Um, producer Tyler and Warren are not here. On so producer duties. Yeah. So producing we are duties. producing the duties. They're producing duties. Yes. In the butts. <laughs> we are very mature. Whoa. Hot start to this podcast. That's for sure. Uh, we don't know where they are, but they're not here. So we're just going to... It's the Jordan and Kyle show again. So That's right. And for everybody that's stuck with us to this point now, like... <laughs> Five minutes, two minutes into this episode, now the real fun begins. We got all the duty butts out of the way. <laughs> we got all the, and now we're here. We got all the this duty. Is, I don't even. This is so bad, but it's fine. It's fine. Are you sure? Yes. That Should we hilarious. delete this intro? No, we're not deleting this okay. intro. We're no, because I don't think it's going to get any better than this. To be honest, no, it with won't. You. It'll get worse. This is yeah, absolutely. We should just stick worse. with this one. Um, yeah, well, so we'll stick with this one. Welcome in, little boomers. <laughs> welcome in. Uh, hey, before we get into the meat of the today's episode. 
in addition to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we are now on Amazon Music. That's right. And iHeartRadio. Check them out. We are on all those fucking platforms. We're on also, everything. just going to fucking drop it right now. Okay. I'm uh, going to announce the big news uh, starting Sundays. Oh, starting yeah. Starting this Sunday, March 6th, the day after the Jersey retirement in the Boston game. Uh, myself. Bucket Hat Kyle and Lil Boomer will be and produced by Jordan. Produced by me. Whenever he can yours come. Truly. Uh, which hopefully is every time. <laughs> hopefully. I don't but uh, we will be starting our spin-off show of the artillery. Uh, it's called Bucket and Boomer. That's I mean that sounds that's an incredible name. The Bucket and Boomer, man. Bucket and Boomer. Yeah. It's it might just, overtake the actual listenership of this podcast. Who knows? We'll see what's gonna happen. <laughs> we'll get some special guests on whenever they can come in sometime. Yeah. Uh, Danny Smith might show up every now and then. Uh, it's gonna be more fan driven it's going to be more not not saying that the artillery is not fan driven because that's exactly how we that's the only reason we are where we are right yeah, now is because 100%. it's fan driven but uh we're going to get more fans on the show on sunday stuff like that i like that uh, get more interaction in there so bucket and boomer bucket and boomer starting march 6th this sunday low boomers we need to get you a, a graphic made for it we do yeah we'll make that happen we'll get the, we'll make that happen i'll get on the i'll we'll get have on a the, little meeting after this podcast I'll get on the horn um yeah it's exciting but, I'm pumped. Uh, I'm so pumped. We're pumped. So yeah, we're gonna be just releasing some. Uh, we're gonna be coming at you with two shows a week, essentially. Two shows a week, baby. Yeah, that's that's. I'm here for it, baby. Um, all right, that's all the news and notes we got. Cool. Now let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, so we're gonna start off with the Jackets first, the Penguins. Um, I was at this game. Don't remember a lot of it. This was my first game in a long time in person. I've been uh, I've been slacking to the Penguins. Yeah, and been busy, I guess. <sighs> What's that? You've been busy, right? I've been busy. Things have been happening. Um, but I got to say, the the building was electric. Don't get me wrong. But again, lots of Pens fans. Oh, my God, a lot of Pens fans. And they all sit in that atta- in, the, in their attack twice. You zone. can see it on TV. Oh, my God. It looked terrible. Yeah. You can see it on TV of how a lot of half piss of, legitimately half of the arena is Pittsburgh fans. I yelled at a guy last night yeah. uh, at the game last night for wearing a Crosby jersey to Good. A Blue Jackets and Devils game. So fuck that's, that guy in particular. That's not allowed. That should. That's honestly straight to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. I completely agree. Straight to Russia. Yeah. If you are going to a a game, and your team is not playing, you either wear neutral, like a sweater, like just like a gray sweatshirt, or you don't. It's, it's called a jersey foul, and you yeah. deserve to be jumped. You deserve to be shot. Honestly, uh, on the, it's on site, bro. Yes, shot on site. That's I, correct. I'm not even sorry. Especially Crosby. We have a cannon. Uh, yeah. Stand right in front of the cannon that does not actually shoot out cannonballs. But uh, so, anyways, Bjorkstrand's, Bjorkstrand got things going. Uh, he made it uh, a one nothing game right off the bat there. Uh, Roslovic had the other CBJ goal. Uh, we lost three two, and we this is what we're trying to get into here is the is the late Crosby goal. Okay, the late Crosby goal. It it obviously lit up Twitter. Um, nobody was happy. I was fucking pissed. Uh, so Crosby scored late. He made it three to two. Uh, two fourteen left in the game is when he scored, so not a lot of time. Right, and it looked pretty blatant. Let's talk about before we get into that. That okay. was the end of the game. Yeah, uh, how good they looked and how even they stayed. Yeah. How how well they paced. They stayed I paced. Mean, yeah, they kept the lead for that the Carolina of the game, game. They lost. They were they were dead in the water, man. They were falling over on the ice because they were so tired. They were tired. Man. They were back to back Florida to that like. I, but then they come and play Pittsburgh, who's one of the top teams in the Metro this year, yep. and they stayed with them stride for stride the entire game. They did, and, and I, really got fucked over by the refs in this one. I'm not. I'm, oh, they, no, they it did. is what it is. And for to kind of piggyback off the stride for stride, they've been playing stride for stride for, with a lot of teams, right? Like good teams recently. 
And that's exciting to see. I don't fault them. I'm not mad at them at the 4 Hill Carolina loss because, like you said, they just got back from Florida playing one of the best teams in the league on beat a back them. to on a back to back. Right. Yeah, beat them convincingly. Yeah. And you got to go into Carolina, who's arguably one of the best teams, if not the best team right now in hockey. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't much fault them for the 4 0 loss there. I kind of understand it. But for the most part, we have been playing stride for stride versus pretty much every team here recently. And it's evident in, in the amount of ground and the amount of wins that we, we have picked up. But, uh, yeah, so to the Crosby goal, uh, if you didn't watch it or you're living under a rock, so Elvis goes to make a save, right? Elvis goes to make a save, which he has the right to do. His foot, and mind you, if you're listening to this and saying, but he was out of the crease. He was No, not. he was not. He was not fully, no. He wasn't. If we're, yeah. I don't know what the rule is. I believe it's, it's like the offside rule. If any part of you is on you know, one side of the line, then it's, you're good. Exactly. And I think that's how it is with the crease as that's well. What if, I would if assume. any part of you is in the crease, you're in the crease. I don't know every single thing about hockey, clearly. Like, with rule books, all that type of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot there. Huh? There's a lot there. There's yeah. a lot there. Yeah. And, I, you know, there are times where I get hounded on Twitter for just my ignorance. And I, I get that. Whatever. But to my knowledge, if you're within the crease, like we're, st- like we're saying, and you go to make a save, that's you cannot be interfered with. Right. You cannot be interfered. That's correct. That that is what happened, right? And there was clear contact. And the referees, so we so Brad Larson, as he should, he challenged the goal. And it should have just been stopped for review anyways, but the refs didn't do that. Uh, so Brad Larson challenges the goal, and the refs take about 10 seconds. And to me, it was obvious that they're 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 reversing the call. Like it was that obvious that the call is going to be reversed. Well, no, it was not reversed. And the place just let the refs have it, as they should. Because the refs stated in, in the explanation that the goaltender, Elvis Merz Lincolns, initiated the contact. He initiated contact with the puck that he was saving. He was trying. Th- that was in yes. his glove that Crosby hit out of his glove uh-huh. and then easily scored that goal because Merz Lincolns is all over the fucking ice because he just got interfered with by yeah. Crosby. It's unbelievable. I just, I cannot, I can't even, like, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me how Crosby, it does make sense to me, but it's like every single time that we play these guys, we're getting just absolutely jobbed like this. They tried to do it with uh, Toronto. Yeah. They tried with the the kick. Uh, Spezza Uh. kicked a goal in, (laughs) clearly kicked this puck into the net, and and according to the referees who... What do they have to call when they review a, a fucking Toronto. call to Toronto? Yes. No, it wasn't a clear kicking motion. Get out of here. I bet you half the guys that work in that replay booth in Toronto used to play for the Leafs or grew up around there. Like, are we, you just call on. them the Leafs? Leafs. <laughs> it sounded like I said Leafs. I might have. I mean, they, need to, just... they need to fucking leave. Is, yeah. Anyways, that they they powered through that line and scored that game winning goal in overtime against the, the, the Leafs. Yeah, as a um, so as a middle finger to the refs, essentially, like we can still do this. That that was another game too, where the the crowd absolutely let let the refs have it. The oh yeah, entire well, they were the game. pissed, and it, I was it, at that one. That I was, was watching that one on TV. That and one was you fun. Could hear the crowd just light into the the officials. rest of the game. It yeah. was amazing, and, and then we won, and it was phenomenal. That's that is the beauty of sports, right there. Yeah. Not trying to get too deep, but 
getting getting through adversity like that and then scoring that game winner yeah. at the end. They had two. And to my point, they had two minutes left in that Pens game and didn't really do shit with it. So, but they couldn't because I mean, when you challenge a call and oh, it, that's true. it does not go your way, you then you lose a player, which really you know that was pretty much the end of that game. Which, which what sucked. kind of rule is that? It's stupid to that me. Doesn't, what is the point <laughs> yeah. of that? Rules are there for a reason. Maybe they're trying to refrain from too many challenges. But to you slow only up the get game. like two challenges a game. That's true. That is or also you, true. Yeah. Or you only get one challenge if you get the first one wrong. Yeah. So what? Why are yeah, they? That's you, stupid. That that should be that rule at, doesn't make any sense. But for them, yeah, I I I don't get it. And anymore. I don't feel right going on a power play when another team. Uh, you know, fails a challenge, which doesn't happen because we, <laughs> we are fans of the Columbus Blue yeah, Jackets. 100%. And, and I, we always lose the challenges. Listen, I hate being the guy that complains about the refs. Like, I see it on Twitter all the time. People just, they'll blame the refs for their team's failures. And and there are times where refs make good calls, where I stand by it and, and that type of shit. But it was just so blatantly obvious that Elvis was going for the puck. He wasn't trying to initiate contact with Crosby. And how the league just did not see that and how on earth that was not overturned is just mind-boggling to me. So mind-boggling, is that how you that's say that? That's not correct. Mind-boggling. Boggling. Yeah, but my, right. it's like my thoughts are trapped in a bottle. And Oh, okay. Yeah. You just can't get them out. I can't get them out. It's just, I don't know. It was just stupid. And then, yeah, we were down a man for the rest of the, for the, rest of the game. And it was a game that I feel like we, we had we had at our fingertips to win and god just seeing those pens fans all nationwide arena just you know light up and get to walk home with a victory pissed me the fuck off i hate them by saying walk home i mean walk home because they all live in columbus they all live in columbus yeah, all you all, live in columbus. all you fake columbus yeah. what is the what is the term for somebody who lives in columbus columbusian uh, a columbian nope a columbiite columbi columbite columbite is that what it is a uh, columbiite uh, all of you, whatever you are, is that live in Columbus that wear Pittsburgh stuff to a game, but we ha- have season tickets and wear jacket stuff the rest of the game. Is that a thing? Oh, absolutely. There's people that do that. Yeah, I hate you. If you I were mean, listening to this podcast those, at- and you were in Nationwide Arena on on Sunday and you were wearing a Pittsburgh jersey, you are dead to me. Uh, absolutely. And uh, all the season ticket holders that sell their tickets during Penn's games also dead to me because. All that attack twice for the Pittsburgh Penguins is all yellow. So you're not there are definitely season ticket holders that sit there. Right. So like they're obviously selling their tickets. Don't sell your tickets for Pens games. I know you can probably get good money, but be a fan. Go to a game. That's my rant. Uh, I hate them. All right. On to the Devils game. Happier game happier night. times. It was a good game. Um so to get things going with the Devils game, uh Christensen got his first goal. NHL go ever, which hell of a shot. I was in the bathroom. I love <laughs> Christensen. I've been talking. I've been. I've been wanting to see him play yeah. all season. You have. I'm. You have talked about it many, many times. And I go take a piss because I always try to get to the bathroom before the period ends. You always leave two minutes before the period. Right. I. This was like eight minutes. And oh, I, that's that's. Way but too I couldn't much. hold it anymore. I was like, okay, yeah. like I've held it long enough. All right. I went and bought some 50-50s. I need to check to see if I won that. By the way. Yeah. Uh, and then went to the bathroom, and as soon as I. Pull it out to start letting it go. <laughs> Pulling, what Pulling what out specifically? Uh, my thumb. And nice. <laughs> you don't pee out of your thumb? Uh, sometimes. Depends okay. on the day. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, give it a little squeeze. <laughs> Just. Uh, yeah. It goes off. I run out there. Jim, the usher, said it was Christensen. I 
wanted to just throw myself down the steps. <laughs> Unbelievable. You, you, could, you could have. I could have, yeah. yeah. You definitely could have. But, yeah, so Christensen got things going. Uh, Bjorkstrand then got the second goal of the game. Uh, he made it 2-1. to one. Captain, our beloved captain, Boone Jenner, his 23rd of the season, he made it 3-1. to one. And we got to talk about the goal that everybody's talking about, Patrick Laine. Patrick. Yeah, that uh, – Oh, baby. Oh, my God. Watching that live uh, – yeah. The way that he just absolutely undressed that defense. And then what's if you watch it too, like he kind of mishandles it at first when he when he did the windmill deke. Yeah. He mishandles it a little bit, gets it back. And before he even like can calm the puck down, it was in the back of the net. Oh yeah. It's just he just a little flick of the wrist and that shit is going sixty five miles per hour. It's unreal yeah. the power that he has in that shot. It's oh, yeah. unbelievable from a weird angle too. It wasn't like uh-huh. He wasn't able to step into it. He was kind of falling away from the net, and was st- it was unreal. He made the Devils look very, very silly. I mean, he went by three Devils, like, just at ease. Like, wasn't any problem at all. And, yeah, he, he solidified the Devils' faith there. 4-3 uh, dub for the Jackets. You love to see it. Um, so I saw this stat. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, this is from CBJ Stats on Twitter. Very knowledgeable account. Um, they're always on top of their shit in terms of delivering good uh, statistics. Uh, so if Patrick Laine, at an 82-game pace right now, if he was to you know have, have played the full season at this current pace, he would have had 47 goals, 42 assists, 89 points at season's end. Which is, I mean, that's the Patrick Laine that we saw in Winnipeg. That's the Patrick Laine. That's better that, than the one we saw in Winnipeg. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Because I think the best he had there was maybe like 44 goals. That's, so we're like a Panarin, more. that's Panarin-esque. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what that is. 47 that's, goal pace right there. Would Panarin have 87 points in his best year here, I think? He somewhere broke the record. He has the record. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, man, if he could, if, if, <laughs> if Laine breaks the record, if he, he has to stay healthy, first of all. Yeah. If he, which I think he will. Uh, if he breaks the rec- if he breaks Panarin's record, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll think of something. I'll I'll get his face tattooed on my back like Steve-O. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that would be one ugly mug on the back of That's your fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, just absolutely insane pace right now. He's had uh, 14 goals in 13 games, uh, the most in the NHL since January 30th. Um, and what's funny is he's, like, slowed down the last couple games. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and he's still, <laughs> he's still, still putting up an incredible, incredible number. So that puts him uh, second. On the uh, goal leaders for the Columbus Blue Jackets, he has now 20 goals this year. Uh, Jenner leads the team still with 23, so he's he's kind of keeping up, you know, goal for there, goal. Right you know now. what? You know what's there's death taxes and dirty goals, man, and yeah. that's Boone is always there for those dirty, nasty goals down in the crease. That's what he's good at. Oh, absolutely. So that that's like that's like a necessity in hockey. Yeah, dirty I mean, if goals. You, if you have a guy it, like Boone who gets the dirty goals, and then you got your guy like Line, that's perfect match. Yeah, absolutely. Absolute I think that they match. are. Yeah, those two on a line together with Voracek. Well, uh, yeah, let's talk about Voracek. My God. So the points leaders on the team right now, Jenner with 43 points. He <laughs> leads the team. Voracek, he has what, two goals? He has two goals. He is currently second on the team in points with 40 points. Yeah, 38 He six. had two apples last night. Another primary. He's uh, third in the league in primary assists. Let's in the go, league. baby. Let's go. Uh, behind Goudreau, behind Johnny Goudreau and Jonathan Huberdeau. I looked that Jesus. up last night. The that dude. is an unbelievable stat. Jake Voracek, 33-year-old Jake Voracek, <laughs> who got basically cap-dumped yeah. to the Blue Jackets for Cam Atkinson, yeah. is now 
third in primary. Poor, poor yeah. Cam in Philly right now. Yeah, he's not doing well. Yeah, I mean Philly though sucks. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Like if Cam was doing decent. He uh, was at the beginning of the plus, season. Yeah, but Philly, he's kind of dropped more off so. Too. What I'm saying, he's just he just the Phillies. Sucks They're seeing right now. streaky Cam, dude, and it is what it is. I That's mean, what we, is, we saw it. That's you got to put a Panarin on out there with yep. him. I mean, hundred percent. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, I'm not so, saying. I'm sorry. I'm not going. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, Cam's a great. I'm good, sorry, Cam. Cam is a good player. I loved his time here, but it is facts. Everybody, people have talked about it. He is a very streaky player. Yeah, and he does need a little bit of a supporting cast around him. Um. But so overall points leaders right now, Jenner with 43, Vorchek 40, Line A has climbed up to 38 points now. Bjorkstrand has 37, and over Z with who's still not playing, correct? Uh, no, he didn't play last night, or he hasn't played. That was his third game in a row he yeah. hasn't played, and he's still hanging in tight with 33 points. So that's interesting. Old Z there, baby. Yeah, he gets a lot of assists. He does. He does indeed. But uh, all right, so let's talk about some uh, trade updates or trade rumors. Um, the first one, this just came out today, not a trade rumor, but it was Yarmo pretty much kind of squashing line A rumors. Yeah, love to see that. Yeah. I saw, I did hear about that. So, uh, I think that was a Pierre Lebrun piece. Yeah, and so line A, uh, or Yarmo was asked about line A and the, the trade rumors and, you know, will he be traded, will he be dealt? And uh, he kind of got a little mad, I think, is what I read. Or not really mad, just kind of got... He's annoyed. He's frustrated. He's annoyed. He's annoyed with the questions because if you have any sort of common sense, like we've been saying for now for the last couple of weeks, yeah. if you have any sort of common sense and you look at the situation that Columbus is in with Line A, they, would be, they should be fired immediately if they trade him. Absolutely. And everybody can see that. It's just, it's to me, it's people around the league that are just like, oh, it's Columbus. Lionel's not going to want to be there, so you might as well trade him. It's that. I think that's it's I that, think you're it right. It is that ignorance yeah. that people around the league, like people that have never been to the city, that are just like, uh, it's Columbus. They're comparing us to like a Winnipeg, you know, like nobody wants to be here. Just get him, you know, well, he's going to leave. He's going to get traded. When it comes to like market size and the amount of fans we average per game and all that, we're kind of irrelevant. Not really. We're, we're above so many. We're like mid pack in terms of. Fans we're not like this year. coyotes or nearly. Yeah, we're averaging like sixteen thousand a game of just about. Around, yeah, about fifteen five. Yeah. I think is what Which, it is. This you know, year. we've got an eighteen thousand seat arena, so it's not bad at all. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We I just we just it, need to see success for the for the city to truly embrace, and we've seen what happens when we do see have success and how this how the fans do respond. All the amount of new fans that have uh, just kind of appeared over the last couple of years. I'm here for it, baby. Hey, hell yeah, Welcome dude. to it. Welcome to the wagon. But yeah. yeah, it's just it's crazy what success brings, and it's a lot more fans. Yeah, but back to the Yarmo thing. Sorry. Uh, he basically said, he did say, it's just people making shit up. But that's what he said. Yeah, cool. So, uh, Line's not going anywhere. No. He's not going. Line's not going. Eh, and I don't anywhere. think Nyquist was also, it wasn't a rumor, it was just, that was a Mark uh, Scheig piece that, um, suggested that Nyquist would be a good trade asset, which he would be. He would be, but he's a guy that I, th- I think I talked about it last episode. Like he's a solid veteran. That if we're going to have a rebuild, I want him to be there with the young guys. Like yeah. I want him. I feel like he is a he is a he's a, he's deserved the A this year. I think. Yeah. And I think he's a piece that you just keep around for as long as you can because I think he really helps out the young this young talent. So. Would we get stuff for Line? A? I mean, for uh, for Nyquist, yeah, for sure. We'd get we'd get a couple pieces, like a couple draft picks, probably. But I don't want to see him go. Right, me either. Um, so the other one that was that came out on Twitter was Texier. Uh, 
I don't know who reported it first, but it did, did uh, you know, it was reported by verified accounts that the Jackets were taking calls on old Alexander Texier. What do we think about uh, that one? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be doing your job as a general manager, and I've said this for years now. I've been on this podcast for 154 episodes now. Uh, a lot of episodes. Huh? A lot of episodes. A lot of episodes, and since episode number one that I've been on this uh, podcast, I've, I've been saying GMs would not be doing their jobs if they don't take calls on trade offers. Yeah. Even for line A, you got to listen. You have to listen to what they say. It's your, it's your fucking job. It's your Having job. said that, uh, actually um, considering these trade offers or taking phone calls or whatever, um, yes. Trading him for, it depends on what you're getting in return, obviously, but uh, if, if you're looking at Texier, who we don't really even know what he is yet. He started we looking. Don't, man. Like, he started looking really good before he got hurt. I like. I li- I've liked what I've seen out of him. Out of him this year for sure. Right. He's he's 100%. shown a lot of improvement. Yeah. And if you can move that for a first rounder and a player, all day. Yeah. All day for that. I mean, we got a first rounder for Savard and Felino. Right. So I mean, I think you could probably get a first rounder for Texier. I don't know that he would want. To, I don't know that he would go to a competitor, though. He's still a young guy who probably wouldn't come in. Well, you know what? He probably could go on a team right now that's making a run. And if you give him, a, if you give him, you know, good players around him, yeah, I think yeah. he'd be fine. But uh, I, yeah, no, I'm totally okay with obviously taking phone calls, as you're saying. It's your job. Um, but I am also okay with the idea of potentially trading him in terms of what we get back in return. I I have loved what I've seen out of Texas A this year, but he's also a guy, another guy that just can't stay healthy ever. He's. I don't think he's played a full season with us. Not even. Well, no, um, not even. I mean, he's, this is only his what third year here. Third year here, fourth but, even. Uh, maybe third. I'll look it up. Yeah, maybe third. But either way, like he's just always in and out of the lineup because he's hurt. And I. I mean, that sucks. But if teams are interested in in something like that, then go for it. And we have we have some great pieces coming in next season. We got Kent Johnson, who's also a center. Um, so we have the talent that's going to be moving in, and at this point, you got to have a guy that's you know healthy consistently, and we're not seeing that out of Texas A. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's my thoughts. I just don't get it either. This I just is don't a, get this it is either. his fourth season. Uh, How many so, games has he played each season? Well, I mean, last year they played what fifty six games. Yeah, uh, he played forty nine. And what they played the year before when everything got shut down in March? Uh, we they still played seventy two. Like, yeah. He played 36 games that yeah, year. He had that back injury that year, I think. Yeah, and then 2018-19 is when we swept Tampa. He played two games in the playoffs. Yeah, and he had a he had a goal. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like Texier, and if we keep him, I'm I'm happy. But if we deal him, I'm, either way, I I'm not, I I'm like Texier. I know a lot of people that like yeah. Texier. He's he's seems like a good guy. He's you know a little cutie, a little he's got a little baby face, a little cutie boy. He's he's you know, and he's fun to be. He's fun to watch. Um, but if a trade makes sense for somebody like that. I mean, I'm not telling people how to fan. I just want to preface this. I'm not telling you how to fan. But <laughs> some of you like put way too much emotion into what you're... And I get it. That's why you're here, for the players. I understand that. But for at sure. The, at the top, man, Yarma doesn't give a fuck about nope. sentimental shit when it Hell, comes to that. I mean, he traded Cam Atkinson, and he just... Like, the day before... Or the same day, he was at the draft party. Yeah, like that's true. Yeah, that there's no sentiment. You get there. that. You like, get that deal that you that is like we yeah. have to accept this. You have to accept it for the betterment of the team, and it's great. Like Felino getting traded to Toronto and then really doing nothing since he's left. Yeah, he's done nothing. He has like maybe two goals since he's left here. No, yeah. I think total. It's not good. It's hard to watch, but man, if you're getting a first rounder back for that, and we knew and we knew Felino was on the 
end of his career, like towards the end of it. Kind of, yeah. I, think he, I he mean, was, it he was had now reached, he had reached his prime. When and it he came was on to the that, downside. when it came to that, Yarm, I would have loved to see him retire here, though. Same. I mean, and maybe he will. Maybe they'll maybe, sign him. Like I don't a, know. But then doing one like year a, deal now. Yarmo owed it to him to give him a shot to go win a ring because yeah. he knew Yarmo knew that it was not happening here in in his in the rest of Nick Felino's career span. Yeah. So yeah, his I mean brother those turn it up in Minnesota. That one hurt. Uh yeah, Marcus doing well yeah, out there. He's Good doing player. very well. I think that if uh once Felino once Nick Felino is a UFA, uh he's probably gonna go to Minnesota with his brother. Might as well, right? He but. just he did just sign with Boston. I don't know. How long of a deal did you sign with Boston? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> we need our fact checker here today. I'm right here. Oh, there you are. Um, I was going to say something, but I completely forget. Oh, okay. well. Uh, moving on, then. Uh, so, wild card update. So, Boston, speaking of, uh, leads the wild card with 68 points. Washington has 65 points. The Blue Jackets are the first team out of the wild card. They have 57 points. Detroit's behind them with 54. Uh, we still have, what, 29 games left? 28 games left? Something like that. So there's still an opportunity. Do we think it's realistic that uh, CBJ catch Washington? Realistic? Um, I don't... <laughs> it's so hard. Go ahead. You have something? I was going to say, do we, is it realistic, or do we want them to? Like, do is this yes. the, is this the year for us to go? If we have the opportunity, you can't do it. You can't. I don't know. I don't. I feel like I've thought about that. And I've said that before, but then I thought about it again, and my new thought is like, what's the point if you're not trying to win? I mean, yeah. these guys aren't going out there thinking about skating around, you know, shooting pucks, thinking about when the next when the what the draft status is going to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Ups, it's, yeah, that's so. They're getting paid to go win games, and that's what they're trying to do. I, I mean, trying to lose or trying to get a better draft pick, I think, is just not something that Columbus has ever b- done. Yeah, I, I wasn't insinuating like they're going to try to lose. I'm just saying, as a fan, in, a, in this first year of a, quote, rebuild or building season, do we want them to go yeah, to a playoff? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I you at least agree. get two playoff games at home, and that's I guaranteed. I 100% agree, because t- it's... It, to get a young team into the playoffs and start to get that experience right away, even if you do get bounced the first round, which could would probably happen, I'm here for it. And we've got our draft picks. Like yeah. we, we don't do. oh, really yeah, we're, need. We're fine. We got Chicago's, and then there's who's to say before the deadline we're not getting another one. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but you absolutely want to make the playoffs. Is it realistic? Uh, not necessarily. Nine, nine points behind. Washington right now. Now Washington is like kind of skid, like going through a yeah. skid. But like nine points, you don't think it's a lot of points, but it's a lot of that's points. a lot of points because everybody else is winning above you too. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone's at the same pace. So it's right. kind of hard to make any ground up. But the Jackets have made a lot of ground up because they were like what twenty points out of a spot. Um, Nineteen. 17. Yeah. So I mean, it's what they're doing this 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 season is impressive, and you know, it's I don't think. Well, I kind of predicted it, but you know. Now you did, um, <laughs> you did. You absolutely said they're gonna. Yeah, I said they're gonna be a good team. I said, hey, when you got Patrick, they Lyon, still have hey. a chance. I mean, they're still. They could also go the other way and then and get last place in the Metro. Yeah. They can go one. So way I will or the say other. this: they they could go one way or the other. And I I saw this. I was looking at the schedule uh, for the remaining couple of games. We got to play Boston, Toronto, Islanders, which they kind of suck. Minnesota, Vegas, Ottawa, Washington, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, Minnesota. There's there's a lot of games in there that. Uh, it's not an easy 
schedule by any means to uh, the next handful. But uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, for young guys to get the experience, if we were to make the playoffs this year in our in a building year, I'm here for it because I think that is how we swept Tampa after you know having a couple of getting just playoff games under these guys' belts that have been in the, in the Blue Jackets franchise for a while that just never experienced that. I think that's how we got to that point and and sweeping them. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, I do. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like that. There's no reason now. They play Boston three more times, and that's one of the teams we're trying to catch. That's six points right there. It is nine behind, and they can stay nine behind. And then, and then if 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 which I don't know, man. I don't think it's gonna happen. But if they beat Boston all three times, uh, closes that gap. There's three points there that you're down by going into the last part of the season there. So. There really is no. I mean, I watch it come down to like one point, and we just we don't make it. It is very possible, Math Matt. I mean, in yeah. the way that they've been playing it, we're sitting here. The fact that we're even sitting here talking about this right now, because of the way that they've been playing <laughs> in their last nuts, man. Is there in their last what thirteen, fourteen games? They've yeah. lost three games in their last something like thirteen, that. maybe. Yeah, is that right? It sounds right, but I think they're all of Florida. Lost four <laughs> games in thirteen. I don't know. <laughs> Florida and uh, Carolina. So, um, yeah, that's it's yeah, pretty. We were crazy. undefeated. Uh, we were undefeated. We were like no, we were like seven and one for a while in the month of uh, February. I yeah, think. I don't, I don't know what we finished it out at, but yeah, the, no, you're right. The fact that we are talking about it is, is you know, props to the management, coaching staff. I'll give you know the props for props or how's that saying go? Props for props are due. That's not how that goes. Props or props are due. <laughs> I think that's how that goes. I'll, I'll yeah, I mean I'll. Uh, what the fuck? How does that go? It's it, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't figure it out. It's I'll give you credit. Where credit credits, where credits due. Credit where that's, credits due. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, props. Yeah. Are, props are prop are due. <laughs> props are prop are due. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll I'll give you know credit where credits due. I think there it is. There I got it now. Um, yeah, it's impressive what the, what these guys are doing, and the fact that we are talking about it. Hell yeah, man! I'm here for it. Do I see it? It happening? Do I see us getting a playoff spot? I, I still think that's really not a, going to happen. On sadly, I want it to happen, but I don't think. I think we're just nine points is a lot of points, especially when the teams in front of you are are, are winning just as much as you are. So it's going to be a struggle to get the get get to that you know last wild card spot. But we'll see. You never know if they continue this pace. I mean, the, they might make it close. They might make it interesting. Yeah, I mean, they're really going to so. have to catch Washington. Um, I don't think that will be at all trying to acquire players no. to help us. This is like a holy shit. Look, let's see what we can <laughs> yeah. do with this. Yeah. So we're not going to be what buyers. So yeah, I don't, no, they're I, there's conservative no sellers this season. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Uh, so this Saturday, something cool's happening. At the old Schwide. Oh my God! Let me tell me about it. I want to tell you. We about get it. to see. I'm not talking. First, we're going to tell. Uh, yeah, we get to see a certain something. But Rick Nash's jersey retirement, obviously, is the first thing. I was going to make. My oh, joke. you're going to make the joke. I thought you were going to talk about who's singing the national anthem. I'm sorry, I totally He's busted. A fucking prison. I busted your joke. We get to see the best captain in franchise history on the ice in Nationwide Arena again, and also some dude is getting his jersey retired. That was good. Thank you. Good delivery. Yeah. <laughs> because it's funny because we're playing Boston and Nick Polino's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. We are doing that. God, I hope he's playing this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I better check that. Does he? You think he's not? I don't know. I, he was hurt at one point this okay. season. 
Oh, uh, yeah. So this Saturday, Rick Nash's jersey retirement versus the Boston Bruins. It is Nick Felino's first return to Nationwide Arena since he uh, was dealt. It's going to be an emotional night because think about it. You're going to have the Rick Nash jersey retirement. The whole ceremony is going to last like, what, an hour? Butts in seats at 5.30? 5.30. Um, then on top of that, you know you're going to get a video tribute for Nick Felino. Right. There's going to be a lot of shit happening, and I'm here for that. Uh, according to Jackets Insider, uh, there will be a Boone Jenner, Rick Nash, and Nick Felino photo op. Oh, that'd be cool. So I think like the be- probably the best three captains. I that's think that's a that's a legendary picture for Columbus, right? I now Boone is going to go down as one of the best captains with those. I think you know it's only his first year being the captain, but saying that he's one yeah. of the best captains in franchise history is not a reach. Not a reach yet, but I'd definitely give him another year or two. Yeah, I mean, what you think? He's not any better than fucking Lyle Odeline. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> All right, well that was just like we had to name somebody captain. It was the first year of the franchise. Um, but yeah, so Rick Nash's jersey retirement, uh, Nick Foligno return, and Leo Welsh is not singing the national anthem Saturday, or not performing the national anthem. So it was just announced that uh, Mark Roberg and John Lampley from the band OAR, or known as Of a Revolution, which they are from Columbus. So they're from they went to Ohio State. Yeah, so they went to Ohio. So that's where they formed the band. OAR. Uh, they're from Maryland, I think. Might as well fucking just throw 21 pilots <laughs> out there. I would do be, some weird I would be techno. Sick. I'd be down for that. Some weird, awful techno m- anthem bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like 21 pilots, and I'm a country fan. Yeah, okay. Okay. I liked what they used to do. I'm more of an old 21 pilots guy. Yeah, their new stuff sucks. <laughs> uh, it's, it's hit or miss. Uh, anyways, they'll be performing the national anthem. I, I assume that. I don't know if. One's like a the sax player or like what I know Mark Wahlberg's the lead singer, but I don't know who John I I don't know who John Lampley is, but I know he's obviously a part of OAR. But I, don't I know. barely even know who OAR is. I love OAR. <laughs> I'm an old soul because they've been around for a while. Sure, I've been to like probably yeah. Ten, I want Leo. I don't. I've care been to about ten of their concerts. Why are they doing this? I don't understand. What is the significance leo's been here forever he's always done the anthem it's just a special night so yeah and leo's been here for all these guys I know. so why isn't leo doing it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why some random fucking band not a random it's not, band. Even, it's not even the whole band it's like two of them <laughs> and just because they kind of went to ohio state once oh they're in columbus like get the fuck out of here with that we want leo i speak for the fans you, we okay. want leo you want leo yes okay. I'm I'm all, Leo! I'm all for it. I'm all for this. I think they're trying to just make it a night to remember. And I know having Leo there by bringing great. OAR. What is that? I will remember it for the fucking jersey just, retirement, not OAR. They're just trying to pull out all the stops. Unbelievable. Consult me next time, marketing team <laughs> or whoever the hell uh, hires these people. Yeah, I don't know. Like who? Like they're sitting in an obviously like a conference room. They're like. Who should sing the national anthem? <laughs> They're probably like Leo, Leo, probably Leo. And one guy's like, OAR, but two of them. <laughs> Just only two of them. There's two of them. That should be the meme <laughs> where he gets thrown out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm all for new things and trying new things out. And if this is obviously a one-off, I'm here for it. You know, Let's make it do it. And I do have breaking news. Um, Give me Rascal Flats. That'd be, they're really good at the National Anthem because they harmonize very well. Right, they're so good. He has a yeah. great voice, and they're actually from Columbus. They, didn't they do the... lead the, singer is. They're all... Or two of them are from Columbus. One's from California. Uh, 
Didn't they? Did they do the national anthem at the All Star game? I have no idea. Like in Vegas? No, the Columbus one. Oh, oh yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah, I don't remember. No, that's you're right. They did. I remember that. Rascal Flats, I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. OAR performed at the half or the. Oh first. God, they're everywhere. <laughs> OAR performed at the half or the first intermission, and then Fallout Boy did the second intermission. I think. Fallout Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like OAR. I like OAR, but why yeah. that? What? Get out of my national anthem. <laughs> we want Leo. Uh, what a random ass band to just have like come in and do the national anthem. Yeah. Honestly, it, if you think about it, it's so random. When I saw the tweet, I was very surprised. But I, I'm a big OAR fan. Fucking throw so Buster like Douglas it. down there. Have have him do the national anthem. He might as well. He's always making appearances at the Schwide. Oh, he's a big big Blue Jackets yeah. fan. Yeah. Uh, but I do have breaking news about the Jersey retirement. Oh my God! What are you about to say? So. Me, Jordan. What are you about to say? Who I never wear jerseys to games. Oh, yeah. I always wear like a black sweater or a gray sweatshirt and like my jacket's hat. That's just kind of my thing. That's what I've been doing forever. I don't know why. Just what I do. And I'm officially, I am breaking the glass on my Rick Nash (laughs) frame jersey. It's signed. It's It's the first alternate jersey we ever had. It's like the one with the current logo. And like it has the the strings up top and the stars on the sleeves, all that shit. I'm breaking it out of the glass, and I'm wearing it. He's actually gonna like I'm wearing it. Get a small hammer and break the glass. Yep, I'll video it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my Rick Nash signed frame jersey. I'm gonna wear the frame, I think too. Just carry the frame in. Just wear the frame around your neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, big old necklace. Be like a Waka Flocka. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. You even know that reference like makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he wears the big clocks. Yeah, no, that's uh, Flava Flav. But oh, who's Waka Flocka? God, he, oh, okay. So you didn't know that <laughs> reference? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was Waka Flocka. Flava Flav. Uh, no, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to wear it. But the the glasses already broke anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, you don't have to tell anybody. I know. I'm sorry. I, I was gonna make it a big deal, but yeah, the glass is broken. Uh, but the more important question about this whole night is. Everyone's going to be booing Nick Foligno, right? Wait, shut up. <laughs> somebody's do I gotta, even have to, do I somebody even have to, somebody's do I even have to ad- questions. Really? I'm just kidding. Do I even have to address this? No, you don't. I don't think so at all. I think like, I there should be zero people booing Nick Nobody Foligno. is going to boo Nick Foligno. It's going to be, I'm going to cry. I think I'll cry too. Because you know they're going to show like the the game four Penguins goal like you know to win it. Um, yeah, they're going to, oh, it's going to be so emotional. Uh, what a gonna, are they going to put tissues in the aisleways? I hope so. Because it's from start to finish. That, this is going to be Nick Fili- uh, right now. Because this is going to be well, well. I'll do another one on Sunday as well. We have don't forget March sixth Sunday. <laughs> uh, the Bucket and Boomer podcast uh, name is in construction. No, I think that's, it's a good that's name. A perfect name. The Bucket and Boomer show. Uh, we will also talk about it there. Don't forget to listen. Um, anyways, Nick Felino is a player's player, man. It's what every. I still like look up to him and hope that I can be like him when I grow up. And he's probably almost your age. He's not <laughs> even that much older than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's just. I think such me and a, him are the same age. He's Cam just Atkinson such a fucking man. Like he's. I don't know how to describe it. He's yeah. so perfect in every response that he has. Everything is so calculated in such a correct way. And he's just an overall yeah. like really good person. Oh yeah. I mean, we saw it. Off the ice, too. I mean, the guy gave millions of dollars to Nationwide Children's Hospital. And, and you know, he's... Millions? I think he gave, like, a million or two. Okay. I'm pretty sure he did. did. He? Yeah. Cool. Maybe right. it was just a million. He's all, But he was always doing stuff like that, going to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, at the Cannonball, he was always he always had a special guest at the Cannonball. And he was very uh, 
you know, he he was never a guy to brush off fans. Like if no, if you walked up to him or you you know you saw him in public or if you saw him after the game, like he would take the time and to just talk, the, get a picture. Yeah, for sure. Just he was the best yeah, he best was, captain. Maybe not the most skilled captain, uh, but all, not all captains are absolutely super the best captain. And probably one of the best captains. I mean, there's been good captains, but like. In, in his time of being a captain of the Blue Jackets, I can't think of any others in the league that were. Yeah. In my, that's just I'm super biased. Super here. biased, but I'm here Very for biased. It. I'm here for the bias. Uh, that was a terrible. I need to write down a Nick Felino tribute on for Sunday. That was bad. <laughs> I thought it was a great tribute. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate anytime. that. Um, God, I love him so much. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna when they take that picture collectively, Boone Jenner, Rick Nash, Nick Felino. I hope they sell that thing because I will buy it, frame it, and I will seek out those players to get it all signed. They'll probably just post it on social media so you can download it. Walgreens. Boom. Bam. I have the photo. But then I have to hunt them down to get it signed. So we well, got to go to Boston. I have. We, oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, we got to. Uh, Rick Nash just works for the team, so I could probably just, you know, Shoot ask my contacts over there. Yeah, you got contacts over there. I got there. people over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Is that what you do? Uh-huh. Huh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, all right. Let's get social. Oh. Let's do it. Let's answer some questions from the old Twitter sphere. All right. Let me pull up some of these. Oh, boy. I got to find the tweet. Finding the tweet. I am singing. I am scrolling <laughs> through Twitter, and I am singing because I was not prepared for this. Uh, Jordan, what are, you, what, are your, what are you doing this weekend? I'm um, going to the game. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about right. <laughs> we only had six questions uh, today. I kind of tweeted a little late. Oof. All right, we're podcasting. Today. Send us your questions or comments from uh, first one here from Jake at Cahill underscore forty two. Oh my God! Do not forget. Don't. It's going to be a longer one. Do not let me forget uh, uh, the email questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. I am kind of <laughs> scared some? to open that. Yeah. Okay. I bet you there's a bunch in there. Oh boy. Uh, from Cahill underscore forty two, front of the pod. Uh, what is the top need in free agency that the Jackets should attack this year, not including re-signing line A? Um, I would say defensively-minded players. Um, not necessarily defensemen, but I would say maybe a couple players that you know are offensively skilled, but also have a a very concentrate, uh, you know, uh, an ability to play a two-way game. Yeah, for sure. Are we I, been, are you, we We've need, been we up a lot need of goals. goons are on their way back, and I think we need one. We need an enforcer, especially after that cylinder hit. Didn't yeah. talk about that at the beginning of the right. podcast. I wanted somebody to beat that motherfucker's ass. Yeah, that was really bad. Was it legal? Questionable. Probably. We Have we talked about those games? It, we didn't. Oh yeah, we, we don't need to really. We harp beat on Florida. It, yeah. yeah, we beat Florida, and then we, you know, yeah, Cylinder took that nasty hit. <laughs> yeah, and the hit was pretty clean it was it was not it was maybe clean but completely unnecessary a super unnecessary and sam Shouldn't, bennett didn't need to happen has a history and he yeah. has already been suspended suspended twice this season yeah uh is, yeah. is he the next tom wilson fuck that guy is he the next tom wilson <laughs> sam bennett no he's a wannabe tom wilson got it yeah got it yeah no that was and uh, you know i tweeted about it and of course i had people sliding in the tweets like oh you just don't know anything about hockey that was clean oh yeah I mean, welcome to the club dude yeah, yeah. E either way i mean it shouldn't have happened like you can hit the dude sure but like my god you fucking just rocked his world for yeah, no kids, reason he's, eight, he's a child it was six it was a f six to three game in it, all, at that point right anyways. like it didn't matter the game didn't and matter and he had his head up yeah i don't even know even larson really didn't 
come to his player's defense. I was kind of maybe that means off. it was clean. I don't He's, know. That's pretty much what he said. He's like, I mean, it was a good hit, and it was a. He said it was a teaching moment for Cylinder. <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude, fuck. I like you. I like Larson, but I mean, come on, say a little. Like Torts would at least said something. Yeah, Torts would have been like that. Was a he would have said what we just said. Yeah. Like, I don't like that hit because it was not. Yeah. There's no need to try to hurt somebody. No, he was trying to hurt him. That was malicious. It may have been a, like a clean. It was shoulder to shoulder, really, and that's fine. But with 30 seconds, however much time was left, was it? I don't know how much time. Oh no, he was going for an empty netter. So three yeah, minutes. Was, but there might have been three minutes also, left in the game. The, I feel like it was a slap in the face to the Columbus Blue Jackets that they pulled their goalie with eight minutes to go. Eight minutes. Yeah. Is that not like a? I feel like that's kind of disrespectful. It's not. It's at like, all. Hey, we're Florida. We're cocky. We can score w- without a goalie. For I eight thought minutes. about that. I remember. I remember thinking about this. Like, yeah. why eight? It was like eight and a half minutes. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Like, Why I is feel like they were just whipping their dick out like, yeah, we can do this. This is Columbus. We'll beat your ass. I think it was because they need to win as much as possible. Yeah. And they were already down by two goals. They need to win as much as possible going into the playoffs to try to get the best seating possible. For I guess. Them. But I I think that's what they were. I think that's yeah. what he was doing. Maybe it's a new coaching style. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just found it very bizarre. Apparently, you pull a goalie... F- for every goal you're down with four like four minutes, I just looked at it as like, oh, we're playing Columbus. We've already kicked their ass a bunch, so I guarantee we can. Get, I don't get, think get that's what that game. was. That's how I saw it. But they do have a really good offense, like a oh yeah, pretty they, good defense. So a, they have a a very good offense. They were probably like, yeah, we can kind of stop an empty netter from happening without a goalie for a yeah. while. Well, they did. They did. Then we ended up. Getting we scored one. one yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. So going back to your question, Jake, who you, they had to, you said a defensive like minded player and yeah. Um, I think it should be like a big, tall, giant fucking defenseman that is just going to annihilate people, like a Giordano <laughs> kind of I'm person. Here for that. Yeah, I want. We're a pretty like, small team, so yeah. Give me somebody that can just give me a big guy people. that when you when you go hit the kids on the team, the eighteen year old fucking kid that's on this team like that, you get your head bashed into the ice as you should, like a Lucic or something yeah. like that. Somebody like that. Give me Tom fucking Wilson. Tom Wilson. Oh God, this place would. Can you imagine if he did get traded here? <laughs> I would low key love it. But I would. Oh, I would absolutely love it. Yeah, and then <laughs> then we get a guy like Tom Wilson over here. Then we get like. That's when we start becoming nationally recognized. Anyways, yeah. well, we had Panera. We were nationally recognized. We got Line. Line is the he's talked about a lot yeah, lately. So that's true. Uh, next question from CBJ South Carolina fan chapter at Stephen P. Wowar. Stephen P. Wowar. <laughs> P. Wowar. Pay that man. That is my comment. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Pay that man. Uh, now, I was listening to Elliot Friedman, and it sounds like that Line has no issues uh, playing through another qualifying offer next season. Yeah. Like, he does not, Line is not the kind of guy that apparently wants to get as much money as possible in his time here. He wants to be as happy and comfortable as possible. And if that means not stressing himself out over trying to get a contract done before the end of the season and just playing his game, knowing regardless that he's getting another seven and a half, eight million dollars next season, yeah. no matter what. I think he's just fine with that, and then hey. and then contract tech talks happen, and that gives us an extra year with him if he's going to sign long term. Yeah, I think it makes sense on both sides. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't think we're seeing anything after until after this off season. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I doubt they've even made the first initial step. They have apparently, but yeah, it just okay. hasn't been anything serious. Like it's gotcha. been like, hey, we want to resign you. Yeah. Hey, cool. We let's talk about it. Yeah. Sometime. That's cool. And then like, yeah. Yeah. So it hasn't obviously gotten serious. Right. I, mean, I, I, I do agree. I think it's something that's going to happen in the offseason. Well, I think it'll be after the it'll be next season. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Offseason or next season. I think it's so they're going to go through this offseason. He's going to sign another qualifying offer. Yeah. Play next season under a qualifying offer. I wonder if they present him with two things. I wonder if they present him with a qualifying offer or they present him oh, with absolutely. a, a long-ass yeah. contract. You have to get, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if that would like, be... Because we, I think it makes sense for Yarmo and JD to keep him for... That would get, basically give you nine years with him yeah. instead of eight if you did that. If you did it that way. I wonder if they're just like, we want you to be happy, so here's the qualifying offer. Here's an eight-year contract. <laughs> what do you want? Right. I don't know. I think that they would. I think they would not put the eight-year contract on the table yet. You don't think so? No. All right. I don't think it's even going to be on the table. They're going to match whatever offer sheet comes his way. Hundred percent. He's not going and anywhere. The people that say, "Oh, Columbus doesn't pay their players. Columbus is cheap," especially like people on Twitter that just don't know anything about. We tried to pay Panarin how much? Twelve million. Twelve million. Also exhibit Zach Warinsky. Yeah. <laughs> like money is like we are going to hit the cap no matter what. Like we're always there. We are, we are we, we're not recently. We've been like 10, 12 under for the last couple of years, but no, we haven't. Yeah, we're like ten million under this season. I don't believe it. I you look it up, man. I'll look it up. All right, but that will say they are willing to pay their players. Yeah, I think now. Yeah, now that they realize that everybody wants to leave because yeah, it's <laughs> Columbus. Shut up. Uh, next question. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to. I've not vetted any of these. Okay. Uh, from Jer- yeah. Next question from Jeremy at Pedaling for Coffee. Cool name. Uh, I like your picture too. This thing, that's cool. You lads are doing a great job. What is your thought? Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you for that. What is your thoughts on Larson's line choices? I know you folks went through and did grades not too long ago, but I feel like it was before the streak started. That's true. Um, uh, good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to do grades again. I wasn't ready for that. No. I uh, yeah. I feel like it's working. I mean, we're seeing the success of the team lately. I think we're getting some chemistry, which you love to see. I think, uh, for the most part, I'm I'm not displeased with it. I and he's kind of, for the most part, granted there have been injuries, so we've been swapping out players from time to time. But I feel like he's been rather consistent with you know having some of the same guys paired you know together. So I I do like that. So I'm overall I'm pleased. I'm not mad about it. Uh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like they've changed recently and but it was after losses. So really through that whole um kind of win streak we went through, uh none of the lines really changed up very much. They were kind of the same through that and then once we lost. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember seeing on Twitter a bunch like, you know, uh same lineup lines the same. Yeah, like a bunch of times so. from yeah, from the team from Savota all that. Uh but yeah, yeah, once we lost it started getting mixed up. I like the line choices. I think um, getting Sillinger off that top line, that's a lot of... I, I don't think we talked about that enough. Putting... You know, Sillinger played top line center for a lot of the season. He did. Uh, for the beginning of the season. He hasn't as much recently, but... And I was down to ex- experiment with that. Absolutely. And he yeah. did well for a while. I mean, he came out hot, like really hot. Was in mm-hmm. the um, Calder talks, even. Was that yeah. the Rookie of the Year mm-hmm. trophy? Yeah. Yeah. It was in those talks for for a couple... Like, for the first 10, 12 games or whatever. Um but that is a lot of pressure for an 18-year-old kid, man. Oh, yeah. It really is. And we didn't talk about that enough, I don't think. It's we like, didn't. We were just up so there with Voracek, who's been in the yeah. league for 14, 15 years, and uh, who was on his line A. I mean, yeah, dude, that's, that's a lot of pressure. That's and a like, lot. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't talk about that because I think we were just so hyped up about him. Like, we were so pumped. Like, this kid Yeah, he wasn't is... even supposed to make the team, really, and he comes no. out of camp as a top-line center. Yeah, and 
he's still living up to the hype. But uh, yeah, I think move, I think moving him down a couple pegs is was a good move by Larson, and having that veteran like a Boone Jenner up there on that first line has I think has helped the team tremendously, and we're seeing that, that as a result. That fourth line uh, is was uh, was it Roslovic, Gons, and Danforth. And I think Corrali played with them a little bit too. Yeah, um, just an absolute boomer line. Yeah, man. they are just I do I killing love that people. Yep. And they were, you know, fast keeping too. that four check fast. Yeah, fat pretty yeah. fast, and keeping yeah. the four check alive to the so that top line score guys could get the rest and get back in, and yeah. you know not have to worry about being on their heels when they come back on the ice. So yeah, yeah it's been the the lines have been Corrali's been impressive all season. He's not scoring a lot, uh, not really getting in there offensively, but. Like you were saying, a defensively minded player. That is yeah. what Corrali is. Uh, he's top twenty in the league in hits in the league. Let's go baby. So that's go, that's baby. the kind of guy you know. The the mixture, the the balance. I think that's a big Corrali is a big part of this team right now, um, and I think it's because of that. He's a glue guy. It's yeah. a mixture of the scoring and the defensive minded players on the forward lines. Big glue guy. Big glue guy. Yeah, I think Nyquist is a glue guy. Hundred percent. Nyquist. I've said it. For the last couple of years, <laughs> yeah. best free agent signing in the history of this franchise. Yeah. I do not back away from that statement. You shouldn't. I I don't completely absolutely disagree. think that he was. Yeah. yeah. So we keep him. We we don't trade. Oh, that I don't guy. think he should be traded at not all. Not at all. Not at all. Unless you're getting in like another first rounder this season for him. Nah. No. Yeah. Maybe. I just want some experience moving forward, man. I want pretty, some older guys. Pretty on good this draft. Team. I know. There's a pretty good draft coming up though. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But there's no saying that like you could go. Get rid of Nyquist, who's a sure thing. Get rid of him for a first round pick that's and you don't sixth, know, yeah. seventh overall, and it could end up being a fucking Sonny Milano. Kirby Reichel. Kirby Reichel like, or a yeah. Marco Dano. We don't, somebody yeah. like that. That's why risk it. Yeah. That you're pulling out of the first round. Trying to risk no it right no offense now. to Marco Dano. I'm a big Marco Dano <laughs> fan. Just was not he represented uh, worthy his, uh, of being a first round pick. <laughs> he sorry. played in the Olympics, didn't he? Yeah, he played in the so, Olympics for yeah. what? It was where is he from? Oh fucking Finland, no. Sweden. Something like that. I don't know. Hopefully not Russia. One of those Eastern European. Yeah. Any more questions? Uh, yeah, we got another one uh, from Taco Knight at Taco Knight. Uh, do we need another playmaker? Yes. I mean, he's you can coming, always... and he's already in the system. His name is Kent Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yes, we do. Not in the system yet. He is in the system. He's, he's drafted by the team. Okay. Yeah, he's in the organization. So he's in the system. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So Technicalities. They could offer him a contract at any time. I don't know if that's actually the case because he's in college now, but uh, he will be up here we next ha- season. We have I'm that, sure. yeah. Um, you can never have too many playmakers, but I mean, but we don't know if Ken Johnson will be that guy, but I hope to God he's that guy because we've seen his what Everything that I've been... Man, he went to the Olympics and put up points. Like <laughs> yeah, He was man. an alternate and went yeah. in there and started putting up points. That's, so, yeah, that's impressive. That so. impressed me. That's kind of what... He's been doing well at Michigan, and he had he's had some cool shit, but that caught my attention was... Yeah. Him going and playing in the Olympics, and I don't get me wrong. I mean, the the NHL was completely filtered out of the Olympics, so it was definitely watered down product this this time. It but was. He still went. But and still, he still went. In the Olympics, yeah. man, that's I'm pretty here impressive for, it. for a college. What kid is he? To do seven, that? Eight. What, how old is Probably he? 19, 19, 19, 20? Uh, yeah, I would say nineteen twenty. I don't know. Look it up. Fact yeah, check. I don't want to. Uh, uh, what do you think about Columbus making the wild card? Yeah. Kind of already talked about that. Uh, Ray Nice at Ray Nice one. Now that you have many many episodes behind you, how would you grade your fellow podcasters? Man, I don't want to answer that. Are we talking about like like us you and I? Yeah, A pluses. Thanks, A plus, baby. If I if you were to ask me that uh, by episode like fifteen, I would have said D minus. D what? 
I said, if you were to ask me that question, like, how would you grade yourself at the beginning <laughs> compared to now? Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh. We have come a long way. Yeah. With everything. I feel like our personalities have, we have developed. Sci- we have this down to a science. We do. It's a well-oiled machine around here. Oh, she is, baby. Let me tell you. She is we oiled in. But, we do nothing but oil each other. Ooh. That's what we do. And well. Very well. We're very slippery. Well-oiled. Is that all the questions? That's it. That's uh, it. Not a lot of questions today, little boomers. Oh, oh, emails. Oh yeah, do oh, emails. emails. Oh, oh my god, there's only okay. This is hilarious. I I gave out. Uh, I don't even remember what the email is anymore. Hold on, I gotta look it up really quick. But uh, we gave it out, and only one person has been <laughs> has been emailing. <laughs> it's probably how many do you have? Uh, I gotta get. I don't know how to get to that account. Oh god. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Dead air, dead air, dead air. And there it is. Artillery questions. Uh, artillery questions at gmail.com uh, is where it's you For all can you people that don't have Twitter. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's actually a couple. Oh, yeah. From, go, Clay, from Clay Laura. Oh, my God. Can you please give the date to the question as well? This is from. Should I just read all of them? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the question. Oh, my God. This is from October 13th. Okay, so a little old. Uh, in the predictions segment, you neglected to call who grabs the title of best blocker butt. <laughs> best blocker butt. Uh, I don't know. Hurricane. Unfortunately, I will be attending the Hurricanes Islanders opening and rally. Okay, we're getting some. I don't know who this person is. <laughs> opening night. So they're from Carolina. They're from, is that North Carolina? Uh, yeah. Rally, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. it's North. Tyler, what? Yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, they sent a picture. <laughs> no, that's just of the ice. Okay. Uh, CBG. <laughs> well, no, that's, uh, glad it wasn't of anything else. They sent me pictures of Chara for the Islanders. Oh, my. Does Chara, Chara still play for the Islanders? Yeah. No, he's with... Uh, I don't fucking remember. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, who is the? This is from October 16th, 2021. Who is the best defenseman on the team? Are you happy with Bean so far? I like Bean. This is from October 19th. Can you believe Domi finished the game with three broken ribs? I forgot he did that this season. <laughs> he did do Holy that. Holy shit. Yeah, he did This is that. like going through a time machine. <laughs> uh, this is from October 20th. Who's going to get more goals, Voracek or Atkinson? Uh, well, it looks like definitely Atkinson. Atkinson yeah, now. Atkinson's definitely doing that. But more points? Voracek. Uh, for yeah, probably G Man. Who is G Man? God, somebody that emailed you apparently. All right, um, I don't know. There's so many. Oh, here's here's one from LCH Song and Dance from February third. This is somebody new. Uh, just listen to the All Star Break podcast. There are 39 games remaining on the season, fellas. Thanks. What do we say? Cool. I don't fucking know, and I also don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I don't care either. Uh, another one from them. Are you guys still checking the email account? Yes, we are, if you're <laughs> listening to this right now. If so, is Bemstrom the new Winberg? No, I wish Bemstrom was as good as Winberg. Uh, yeah, Bemstrom was as good as Winberg. Like, Winberg ate up a lot of minutes and was consistent. He just didn't ever shoot the damn puck. <laughs> That's my hot take on Winberg. Oh, here's but. one from Clay Laura, uh, G-Man. Uh, should Boone or Domi fucking spear Florida's Bennett into another world? Fucker needs to get worked over. Thanks, G-Man. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, could not agree more. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think 
we're done here. Yeah, so what's the email again so people can... Uh, uh, the question, uh, the email, you you can email us questions uh, at artillery... Hold on, I'll let everybody... I'm going to stop for a second. Okay. If you're listening to this right now and you want to email us, go get a pen and paper right now. <laughs> go on. Go get your fax machine. Go get all that. Uh, yeah. Get it, Pull up your notes app. Or uh, or just pull up your Gmail or your email app and then just email me right now. Yeah. That is at artilleryquestions at gmail.com. Artilleryquestions at gmail.com. It's very, I don't know how, that's a very simple, straightforward email address. Or just get a Twitter account. Or DM us on Instagram, too. I don't care. Maybe we'll look at it one day. I'll doubt it. Yeah, I, I kind of like was skimmed through our DMs. Yeah. Uh, f- boy. <laughs> <laughs> we are I am so sorry if you've asked us if there's been any legitimate DMs that you've sent us See, uh, my bad. just know that it it probably got looked at and then maybe didn't it probably hasn't even been looked at, probably hasn't been looked at. it's not that we we just I don't know we just don't we're just here to, to do it. a podcast man <laughs> we're not yeah. here to just solve your problems yeah alright is that it that's it we're done here alright little boomers thanks for listening to episode 104 4 oh yeah I almost forgot uh, for a second. 204 204. Shit. Wow. Talk about I'm a not time even, machine. I'm not even drunk. My goodness. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening to episode 204. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about, once again, our incredible sponsor, High Bank Distillery, located over there by the Grandview Yard. High Bank Distillery distills all their own spirits. We're talking about liquor. Well, that is liquor. We're talking about gin, vodka, rum, whiskey. They got it all. Incredible food menu. And again, they're opening up a second location because they're so damn good and so damn popular over in Gahanna, New Albany area. So make sure you check them out. Highbankco.com for more details there. Check out our coffee as well. JenningsJava.com. We do have our own roast. Uh, it is called Can of Powder. Uh, it is liquid gold, but it's black because it's coffee. Because it's coffee. Uh, put that in your face hole and drink it. Yes. Stay caffeinated, little yes. boomers. JenningsJava.com. The coffee guys over there in downtown Columbus. Best coffee in the city. It's not even close. JenningsJava.com. Can of powder. Buy that shit. Buy that shit. Also, be on the lookout for some new merch to be dropping here within the next week or two. Shop the artillery.com. And do not forget March 6th, Bucket and Boomer coming out, coming into your ear holes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I coming into your ear holes. Coming into your ear holes. You're uh, teasing it, so you better you better not forget. Quickly, or you, you coming better with do speed. It. Uh March 6th, Bucket and Boomer coming at you, hardcore. Probably not. It's just going to be us talking <laughs> and doing stuff. So this Who's is gonna hosting be, it? Uh, I'm hosting. Okay. Little Boomer's my co-host. Nice. And you are producing. Yes. So you will have a mic. I better. But, yeah, you're not a co-host. Yeah. You're a producer. I'm a producer. Yes. Bucket and Boomer. Bucket and Boomer. I'm here for it. Hell yeah, dude. We got to get you a graphic. I'll We're going to get a graphic done. I'll work on that today. We got to put a bucket hat on Boomer, maybe. On bucket, why huh? would you put the bucket hat on Boomer? I don't know. Just put like a the buck like a bucket on actually Boomer himself. Oh, like the cannon, oh. the mascot cannon. You should no. The bucket hat should be over the B and bucket on the graphic. Okay, we can do that, and then we'll figure something. Okay, we'll have our meeting after we're done <laughs> we'll recording do the podcast. All right, thanks for listening to episode two of Four Little Boomers. We will see you the Artillery Podcast. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bucket and Boomer. We'll see you Sunday. Source. Adam.
The show flow. Oh wow, it's oh, so wow. loud. Oh wow, that's super loud. Pulling up the show flow. What are we gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about you gonna talk about I gonna talk about number one. Oh mommy, my what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 you usually. But occasionally I want to talk about me. We know that. that was beautiful. Was. We should do we should do more Toby Keith duets. <laughs> I'm down for that. We'll do. Uh, I like. I love this bar next week. Cool. Yeah. I. Well, we gotta save for next week. I think we're good. We'll save the. Uh, we'll save the ones about uh, war t- war veterans and stuff for when we go to fight Russia. That was really good. Thank you. Got you. that out. 